Welcome to the Baby Names Podcast. I'm Jennifer Moss. And I'm Mallory Moss Katz. And we're the founders of babynames.com. And we're sisters. We are. So our first segment is Names We Discovered This Week. And in case you don't know this, our computer randomly picks a name in our database to be the name of the day. And it posts it to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all that. So this week, it picked some really interesting names. One of them was Kellen, K-E-L-I-N. I think that is a great alternative name to either Kelly or the more popular Eleanor. Okay. It could also be a unisex name, Kellen. It also picked Karis, which is kind of similar, K-A-R-I-S. Uh, Torvald was one of the super cool names. It means <clears throat> Thor's rule. And you could call him Tor for short. Also, Linus Torvalds was the inventor of the Linux operating system, and I'm a geek. I might not use it for a kid, but I definitely use it for a pet. Now, the one I'm on the fence about, though, is Peony, P-E-O-N-Y. And now that's a flower name, and as we've said, flower names are super in right now. But to me, it's kind of sounds like peony as in see that guy driving the big huge pickup truck he must have a teeny weeny peony what do you think mel well whatever i'm not a big fan of peony but again i'm not on the flower bandwagon yeah i mean i really like some of them like lila which i think could reflect lilac but peony nah what about violet well violet's okay but Peony, that's trendy going a few steps too far. As far as Torvald, let me go back a step. Um, I might use Torvald for a pet, but probably not for a child. Tor, however, I do like, and I think it would be an interesting choice. Cool. What names have you found this week? Yeah, so for me, last week I went to a dance recital and had so much fun pouring over the program and seeing all the different names my favorite names were Colette, Liel, and Micah, M-I-K-A. I did see some flower names like ugh, Magnolia and Azalea. Well, I guess Azalea is not that bad. I really like Magnolia. I think that's a good alternative for Margaret, and you could call her Maggie. I do like Maggie, but not Magnolia. I have a really good friend named Colette, by the way, and um, I like that name, although E-T-T-E is a diminutive suffix, so it's hard to kind of picture a grown-up named Colette, but since I have a friend named Colette, I can picture it. I don't know. I'm a really big fan of French names. It's just something that I have always loved. Yeah. The boys in the dance show were Dax. Oh, like Shepard. Yeah, exactly. Harrison and Adele, or A-D-E-L. What do you think of those names, Jen? I think Adele is too identified with the female name Adele, you know, like the singer. Um, I can, is that a Hebrew name for boys? I don't know, actually. We'll have to look (laughs) that up. Okay. And I do like Dax. It kind of follows that Dax, Pax, Jackson, X you know, trend that's happening on the boys' side. And what was the third name you mentioned? Harrison. Oh, yeah, that's too trendy. That's already, that's so in, it's out already. 
Yeah. And you know what? Stepping back, I think Adele is Middle Eastern for sure. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, other names in the program that I thought were interesting were London with a Y, mm-hmm. Lucille, Ayla, or Ayla, A-Y-L-A. Oh, one of my favorite names from the Clan of the Cave Bear series. Oh, okay. Sivan, that's S-I-V-A-N. Mm-hmm. And Ruby. I have always loved the name Ruby. Ruby's a really cute name. Yeah. Especially for a little girl, you know. Oh, and there's a Bodhi spelled B-O-D-H-I. That's pretty, too. Yeah. It Was that a boy or a girl? It was a girl. Interesting. Yeah, I think there was a famous um, skier named Bodhi. Yes, and he... that's B-O-D-E. Right, right. And that was a male. So I like yes. that Bodhi spelling, the kind of new agey thing. I, I like that, too. So this week, our names topic comes from the results of our baby names surveys. On our website, we have several ongoing surveys, although we switch them out every now and then. We've got the big baby naming survey with over 144,000 responses. And we have the names and dating survey with over 27,000 responses. And we are currently running a survey for Appalachian State University on marital and family surname choices. So if you haven't yet taken any of them, go over and check them out at babynames.com surveys. I've used the data from these results to answer questions in the media and give presentations about names and naming. As a programmer, I love data. Speaking of the media, Jen, aren't you going to be on TV soon? I am. On Wednesday, June 13th, 2018, I'm going to be appearing on The List TV show talking with Jimmy Rhodes about names of virtual assistants like Siri, Alexa, and Watson. It was such a fun topic. If it's already aired by the time you're listening to this episode, you can catch it on their YouTube channel. And also, I'm sure I'll post a link or two on social media. Yeah, I'm sure you will. (laughs) So back to the surveys. Here are some cool things that we've extrapolated from the data. Extrapolation time. Come on. First question. On a scale from 1 to 10, 1 being easy and 10 being difficult, how easy was it to choose a name for your baby? Well, you'd think that some would find it easy, some hard, so the average would be right in the middle somewhere, but no. 30% of the respondents said number 10, extremely difficult. Jen, why do you think that is? Well, I was thinking, you know, these are people who are coming to our website. So in a way, that kind of skews it to people who are having trouble finding baby names or having trouble agreeing on a baby name or something like that. Um, So in that respect, they are already having trouble. But I think in this day and age, there's just so much input from so many different media And you want to get it right, and you want to be unique, and you don't want a name that everyone else has. So it is harder nowadays to find a great baby name. But what I tell people is if they're really having a lot of trouble, 
cut out all the people who are giving you input. Make sure it's just you and your partner and not um, stop bouncing things off your friends and family because that could be a little confusing and just muddy up the waters. Definitely. Keep it to yourself. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> now, this one really surprised me. We asked, who came up with most of the names, you or your partner? Now, we designed the surveys for both hetero and same-sex couples and then filtered the answers by gender. So moms primarily answered me. I came up with most names at 64%. Then second was both equally at 29%, then my partner at 7%. But dads said 43%, we came up with both equally. Their second answer was me at 30%. <laughs> so dads think that both of them came up with the, with the most names, and then their second answer was he came up with the name, but moms differ. So who do you think is right? Uh, who knows? You know, I'm a little biased. I'm probably thinking the moms. I think so, too. All right. What was the biggest challenge in coming up with a name? Respondents said, and I'll do this David Letterman style, the top five. Number five, too much input from family members. Number four, other people didn't like the names we liked. Stop telling other people. Yeah. Yeah. Forget it. Number three, we couldn't find any names we liked. Number two, I didn't like the names my partner liked. And the number one answer is my partner didn't like the names I liked. Ouch. Yeah. Blame it on the other guy. Yep. Okay. The next question. Would you name a boy after his father? 61% said no. And it was about the same for both women and men. And um, that's something that I do advise nowadays. It's not necessary to name a boy after his father. It kind of sets up an unspoken expectation that he has to live up to his father. And it's also confusing. You shouldn't have two people with the same name in the same household. You know, I would like to know if they would name a child after a mother or if they do a variant of a parent's name. That's interesting. I might add that question. All right. What factors most influenced your name choice? 70% said a name we both liked. That's agreeing on a name, which I agree with. And then second came uniqueness of the name, then sound and flow with the last name, honoring a family member, and represents an appealing concept. So honoring a family member would be like honoring the mother, just in a different way, not necessarily naming your daughter the same name as the mother, which we saw when we did the Ancestry podcast that that was a lot more common in Irish families, at least in the past, Yeah, you know, doing a variation of the name. So I guess that makes sense. And a lot of times um, families will use the mother's birth name, too, as a first name to represent so they don't have to like hyphenate the last name, but it's a way to honor the mother and the mother's family. Like, for example, I used Miranda, which was her grandmother's maiden name. Oh, okay. So when you say birth name, you mean maiden name. 
I mean maiden name. That's kind of an outdated term nowadays. It's We're supposed to say birth name, I guess. Oh. <laughs> okay. Didn't know. All right. If you see a name on the top 10 list, would you be more or less likely to use it? Overall, 57% said less likely to use it. 34% said wouldn't affect name choice. 9% said more likely to use it. That's a big difference. Definitely. And as you know, when we talked about um, the top 100 names when the name list came out, is that people are now avoiding super popular names. Yeah, now dads differ. 45% said it wouldn't affect their choice. 41% said less likely. So that's 41% versus 57%. And 14% said more likely. That's interesting. It is. All right, so let's get to the juicy survey. Do names affect who we date? So the interesting thing about the names and dating survey is that I ask the exact same question at the beginning and at the end of the survey. Does a name affect who you date? And the results changed. Hmm. At the beginning, about 41% said no. A name does not affect who I date. And at the end of the survey, over 71% said, okay, yes, a name affects who I date. I don't think it would at all. Of course, all my husbands have had traditional names, so maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> okay, so let me give you the survey right now and see what your answers would be. Okay. All right. Would you date a man named Adolf? No. Why not? Because it's too reminiscent of Hitler. Okay, so you would just, it would be an altogether no. You would think that the parents were like, neo-nazis or something no i just don't think that it's something i would want to have to deal with for the rest of my life my partner being called adolf would you date a man named jupiter sure why not would you <laughs> just get giggling now okay would you <laughs> Uh-oh, I can't imagine what the next name is. Let's hear it, Jennifer. Would you date a man named Barney? Um, Barney. Yeah, I think I would. You know, Barney Fife is, of course, the name that comes to mind. But who really remembers Barney Fife nowadays? What about the purple dinosaur? Oh, the purple dinosaur. Yeah, or Barney Rubble. Or Barney Rubble. I just don't think Barney is that bad a name. Would you date a man named Muhammad? Sure, why not? Would you date a man named Ashley? Um, yeah, because you could call him Ash. Okay. Would you date a man named Elmo? Elmo. <laughs> See, you're laughing already. Um, he'd have to be really hot. Elmo the hot guy. Okay. <laughs> Would you date a man named Sexany? Sexany? How do you spell that? S-E-X-A-N-Y. Is that a real name? Are you making it up? I totally made it up. And I put it on both the boys and the girls list. I don't know. I, I just don't think that would be a factor. It's a silly made up name. Would you date a man named Deshaun? Sure, why not? Cool. Okay, so those were the names. And then at the end, that for for women or men who date men, those were the names that I asked. 
And then the ninth question was, we'll ask you again, does a name influence who you date? So answer that again. Okay, so I guess it does. Yeah, see, there you go. And there, there really are two ways that we perceive a name. There's personal perception and public perception. So personal perception is like the people you grew up with, people that you identify a name with in your own life, like bullies or mm. people you don't like mm-hmm. or mean teachers or great teachers. Yeah. Ex-wives, ex-husbands, you know, those kinds of people. And you use your personal perception definitely when you're choosing baby names. But then there's also the public perception, which is that everybody, pretty much everybody identifies a name with the same person, which would be like Adolf or Oprah, you know, or Madonna, for example. Everyone is pretty much thinking of the same person. They identify it with one person. So that's public perception of a name. And both of those influence how you personally perceive a name and your baby name choices. Okay. To view the full results of our naming surveys and to take them yourself, go to babynames.com slash surveys. All right. Nice. Interesting stuff. And now it's time for celebrity baby news. Actress America Ferreira and her husband Ryan Pierce Williams welcomed their first child together, a baby boy named Sebastian Pierce Williams. Sebastian is originally a Greek name, meaning venerable, which means deserving of great respect. Mm -hmm. Now, I like Sebastian, although it does kind of remind me of the crab from Little Mermaid. But for nicknames, you can call him Seb or Bass. But America and Ryan decided to go by Baz, like Lerman. Baz. 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 Well, maybe they do Baz. Well, Baz Lerman. Baz to you. (laughs) Baz, Baz, Baz. (laughs) Lerman's nickname is Baz. Okay, but I think they're using Baz like Sebastian. I don't know. That's Baz as if you're from Chicago. Baz. Baz. I don't like Sebby, though. I like the name Sebastian and had a friend from high school that actually went by the nickname Subby, which worked for him. Subby? Subby, like substitute. I don't like Sebby with an E, though, or Bass like the fish. I like Boz and knew someone from Holland who liked that nickname. For me, Boz with a Z, like Lerman, should be just for the director, don't you think? I don't know. Anybody could use it. Yeah. In interviews, America Ferreira said that she hated her own name as a child and went by her middle name, Georgine, until she started acting professionally. She was actually named after her mother and born on April 14th, which is Pan American Day in South America. Her parents are Honduran. Josh Brolin and his wife, model Catherine Boyd, are expecting their first child together. Josh and Catherine were married in 2016. While this is their first child together, Josh has two children from his marriage to Alice Adair, Eden and Trevor. Oh, I like Eden. I think that's a beautiful name. I keep thinking of Josh Brolin as being young because we grew up with his father, James Brolin, but he's like 50 years old. His 
first film was The Goonies in 1985. Speaking of that milestone, I'm about to hit it and I can't believe it. But on the other hand, I just had the pleasure of watching my daughter graduate from the University of Chicago. So I guess I'm glad I'm getting old. That's okay, ladies and gentlemen. You may be just in the planning stages of your babies, but watch out. They grow so fast. They do. Now, it's a slow news cycle for celeb babies, but they've been reporting that Meghan Markle's ex is expecting his first child. Corey Vitiello is expecting a baby with Dragonette singer Martina Sorbara. Meg dated Corey, a celebrity chef, after divorcing her first husband, Trevor Engelson. Trevor, as it was, is now engaged. Yeah, sorry, she still wins, prince and all. Expect some news from Meg and Harry soon, though, as we've already been told that she wants to chop, pip, pip, and all that to start having children ASAP. Speaking of the fifth decade, statuesque actress Brigitte Nelson is expecting her fifth child with her fifth husband, Maria Desi, at the age of 54. Nelson is the mother of four sons, ranging in age from 34 to 23. Son Julian Winding by Danish composer Casper Winding. Son Killian Marcus Gastineau with U.S. football player Mark Gastineau, Douglas Aaron and Raul Meyer by race car driver Raul Meyer. So all sons, no children from her ex-husband Sly Stallone or a recent boyfriend Flavor Flav. She's been married to Desi since 2006. Wow, she's had more husbands than you. I know. Go figure. <laughs> I would not want to get prego at my age. I just, that is totally not an option and also not possible. I mean, you're the nurse, Mal. How is that possible? Well, there are several ways to get pregnant at an advanced age. It's just important to remember that if you are using your own eggs, if I remember correctly, it's been a little while since that rotation in nursing school. I am in psychiatry, not in OBGYN. Anyway, the eggs are just as old as you are and that there could be many more birth complications and disorders with older eggs. Hot felon Jeremy Meeks. Do you know that story, Mal? Yeah, the guy that put his picture on the internet and yeah. it became viral, right? Yeah, Jeremy shot to viral fame after the Stockton Police Department posted his mugshot on Facebook. He's so gorge. He is now out of prison and is a top model in print and runway. I actually follow him on Instagram and he travels all over the world. Anyway, he and Topshop heiress Chloe Green, who's 27, had a baby at the end of May, a boy named Jaden Meeks Green. Now, Chloe Green is the daughter of British retail billionaire businessman Sir Philip Green and very, very wealthy. Jeremy apparently ditched his wife, Melissa, to be with Chloe. Such drama. The Sun paper, and take this with a grain of salt, claims that Chloe is sending Jeremy to finishing school to iron out his bad boy mannerisms. Like, isn't that why she's with him in the first place? I don't know. This would be a very interesting Pygmalion. Yeah, in reverse. Definitely. Jeremy has one previous son with estranged wife and two stepchildren. Okay. 
actress and food blogger Haley Duff, sister of Hillary, welcomed her second child on June 5th, a daughter, Lulu Gray, with fiancé Matt Rosenberg. Lulu joins older sister Ryan Ava Erhart, who's three. I like Ryan for a girl. Not a fan of Lulu Rosenberg, however. Lulu goes into the Luna bin. I think you belong in the Luna bin, if you ask me. And of course, I like the name Lulu. I used to call my daughter Lulu, not because it was like her first name, but that it was similar to her last name. And that it was like something dad used to call me for some unknown reason, Lulu Bell. Oh, yeah. And speaking of sisters' sisters, Haley's sister Hillary Duff just announced that she is prego with boyfriend Matthew Coma. It's their first child together, but Hillary's second. She has a six-year-old son, Luca, by ex-husband Michael Comrie. Well, if you want the daily celebrity baby news, visit babynames.com and click on Celebrities in the Menu. Woo! Okay, now it's time for our listener Q&A. This is a little long one. Hello, Mallory and Jennifer. We are expecting our second child very soon. My husband and I have such different opinions on names. Now that we're going through the process again, we are struggling just as we did before. We thought we had chosen the name Naomi, but as we sat on it a few weeks and practiced using it, it doesn't seem to be the perfect fit. Then this week, we thought we had decided upon another name, Liv. Mm. But our friend in San Francisco said her daughter has several girls on the soccer team with a similar name. So that sends us back to the drawing board. Blah, 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 blah. He lists a lot of criteria, which is it has to sound good for an adult as it does for a baby. It needs to be easy to pronounce in multiple languages as they speak English and Spanish at home and travel abroad. They don't want a name from the top 100 list. And they said they are currently leaning toward the name Calla, like the flower Calla Lily. Um, Another name they're throwing around is Lorelei and Celine. So, um, but they don't want it identified with Celine Dion. So he closes with, and please, no holds barred. The middle name will be West, and the last name is two surnames hyphenated. Thank you for your time and help. Love the show. Dustin in Oregon. Okay, well, I'm going to start. First of all, I want to talk about Celine. Now, we talked about how I love French names, and I do love the name Celine, but I do think when we talk about name perceptions, it is too much like Celine Dion, and I'm going to skip that one in my recommendations. You said no holds barred? Eh. All right. So also, we are going to talk about the name Lorelei. First of all, I think it's beautiful. In the last 14 years, it reached number 450, but it has since gone slightly down. So I think that's going to be the trend. I think that the concern about the mouthful of it being three syllables is not a problem. And I think it sounds regal when you listen to the cadence, Lorelai West, da 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 da. Yeah. Some suggestions that I have that the lovely couple may want to consider include Mayla, M-A-Y-L-A, 
which is not in the top 1,000 names since the year 2000. I like the fact that it can be shortened to May or even Lala. You can also pronounce it. Lala? Yeah, no, really. I know some Lalas. Okay. You can also pronounce it Mela or Myla. And I think it has an international flair, which is something that was in the couple's requests. Jen, what do you think about when hearing this question? Um, I actually like Celine, but you can also use the alternative name Selena or Selena, like the singer. Um, So there are some alternatives to Celine if they like it. I don't have a problem with Kala either. Um, I actually just met a woman named Lala. So although I responded as Lala, um, I realized that I just met a woman whose nickname was Lala and she was a lovely woman. So I think those are really good suggestions, Mal. And do you know what? I have to say, when you talk about Selena, if they are bilingual with Spanish, Selena, S-E-L-E-N-A, is probably going to be way high on the popularity list because of the singer. Well, I don't know if it's going to be high on the popularity list. I'm going to look it up right now. In the U.S. popularity list, let's see, since the year 2000, it reached its higher highest um, at 194. And in the year 2017, it looks like it's uh, reached 243. So Yeah, so it's not that popular. And she was an amazing woman. Oh, really. yeah, absolutely. So beautiful. So it would be kind of nice to name a child after Selena. Selena Quintanilla was her full name. Oh, okay. Didn't know. All right. Next one. Hi, Mallory and Jennifer. I started listening recently and just found out that I'm pregnant. My name is Ryan and I'm a girl. My mom got my name from Ryan's Hope back in the 80s. I remember that. I used to watch it all the time. We don't know what we're having, but if it's a girl, my fiance would like to use his grandmother's name, Cora. I love the name, but have been thinking of possibly using Coralie or Coraline with Elizabeth as a middle name. Should I use my own version of Cora or just stick to Cora by itself? Thank you, Ryan Heath. I like Coralie. You could do it with the whole first name or break it up with the first and middle, like Cora Lee, depending on the last name. I'm not such a fan of Coraline, which is how I read it. Because I thought the movie was too scary. You know, I looked it up because I had recalled a movie. And I saw reviews saying, don't take your kids to this movie because it's too scary. And it's very emo and dark, although it is animated. And I think, going back to public perception, a lot of people would identify Coraline with that movie. So I agree. I'd go with either Coralie And I guess the L-E-I-G-H version of Lee is okay. You could also use L-E-E. Or just Cora by itself. Cora Heath is just simply beautiful. It really is. We like it. Jennifer, I have to point out that we were a little too nice this episode when it came to the questions. (laughs) I guess we were, but uh, people are listening to us and taking our advice. And so I guess we just 
agree. Oh, what is going on with us? We must have taken some nice pills. <laughs> I don't know. That's it for our show this week. Tune in next time when we talk about name myths and urban legends with top name expert, Dr. Cleveland Kent Evans. Dr. Evans has been a member of our site for a long time. Yeah, way back from the beginning. He's a professor of linguistics and has helped us throughout the years, making sure our names database is as accurate as possible. That should be a good conversation and a fun topic. Yep. For all our listeners out there, please subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. And if you love us, take a minute and leave us a rating and review. That helps others find the show. And if you don't like us, skip that part. (laughs) And if you have comments or suggestions, please email us at podcast at babynames.com. Thanks for tuning in. We love you. See you in a couple weeks. Bye, guys. (laughs) 